This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which is calling on Congress to pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Chinese negotiators are in Washington for more trade talks, and U.S. ag groups say they want to see progress on addressing the tariffs both sides have levied during the negotiations. We really do want them, both sides, to get to work, hammer out some kind of an agreement, get to the point where we can start unwinding these tariffs that have put such burdens on our exports to China and burdens on their exports to the U.S. That's Dave Salmonson with the American Farm Bureau Federation. He says American ag exporters have taken a hit during the talks. A couple years ago, we were selling over $20 billion of U.S. ag products to China, and this year we're expected to sell about $7 billion. That's no slackening demand in China. They're buying more around the world, but they're buying less from us because of the tariffs. Ken Backus is a trade lobbyist with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. The beef industry barely had a foot in the door in China when the trade war started. Now, Backus says it's difficult to get good footing there. When you look at the 12% base tariff, the 25% increase on top of that, and the 10% value-added tax, that puts us at about 47%. And we're a more expensive product than most of the other beef that's going in there because the quality is so much better in U.S. beef than a lot of the other beef that's going into the Chinese market. But the non-tariff barriers are what are a big hindrance to us. They're even greater hindrance. He specifically cited banning of hormones and beta agonists in China as a non-tariff barrier. The trade war and other factors are preventing the U.S. from capitalizing on a 2017 agreement to end a long-standing barrier to U.S. beef. Now, before the African swine fever outbreak, the U.S. Meat Export Federation had uh, done some, uh, some pretty extensive estimates that if we could remove those non-tariff trade barriers, that China would be a $4 billion market for us in five years. The negotiations are expected to last through tomorrow, and President Donald Trump says he plans to meet with the Chinese negotiators Friday at the White House. The Department of Agriculture is out with the latest figures on the 2019 corn and soybean crops. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more. USDA officials unexpectedly raised corn yield estimates in today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. President of Allendale Incorporated, Steve Georgie, says the adjustment caught market analysts off guard. Yeah, that was a surprise to everybody. You know, and I think I think that is a that, that was a bigger a bigger deal. And I think everyone's looking at these the carryout figure to drop below a 1.8 billion. They go ahead and raise the, the corn yield slightly, but they also they deducted some here as far as export sales. The department raised corn yield estimates to 168.4 bushels per acre from September's estimate of 168.2. Traders were guessing 167.5 bushels per acre. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says soybeans had a different story to tell. Ending stocks now projected at 460 million bushels. That's going to be down very, very sharply from old crop ending stocks at 913 million bushels. Uh, I think a lot of that's driven by a, a sharp production uh, in acreage in 2019 compared to 2018, and then USDA also reduced the yield by a bushel. Moving forward, traders will closely watch China trade talks and the latest winter storm blasting the northern plains and upper Midwest. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. New York Democrat Nita Lowy announced her plans to retire in a press release today. Lowy has been in Congress for 31 years and is the current chair of the House Appropriations Committee, making her one of the most influential lawmakers in Washington. Finally today, the U.S. Grains Council says it has a market with big potential for American ag exports, Tanzania. Katie Wyatt is the manager of global strategies for the council. 
She says a growing poultry industry there got their attention, but efforts are underway to expand use for U.S. grain in the country. We recently had our first commercial program in Tanzania where we had council staff as well as sorghum and DDG's nutritionists and a trader travel to Tanzania and conduct a technical and nutritional seminar focused on sorghum and DDG's and their uses. Ultimately, she says Tanzania will need some time to develop as a market. Now, here's a word from our sponsor, the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers are calling on Congress to do the right thing for agriculture and the economy by approving USMCA. On top of a $2 billion boost to American farm exports, passage of USMCA will help farmers get back to the roots of their success. Trade, not aid. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.